0: What are you doing?
1: I'm reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power
0: source. Reverse the polarity! Reverse, reverse, reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity! Just... Welcome to the Fan of the Fool, everyone. I'm the fan, Matt and Shelley. I'm the fool, Alex Cameron. You know you're a fan, right? Yeah, I am. You almost stumbled over that. I'm always a fan. Yeah. Um, nowhere more near the fan than this episode's right now. You've been telling me how good they are, so I've been waiting for them. Good. Yes. Did you watch them? <laughs> I have watched them. <laughs> Good. So, uh, before we get to them... Um, Such a little faith. Of course I'd watch them. I watched them all
1: today. All six? No, three. Yeah. Okay, we're doing half and half, right? Yeah, yeah we're doing like, half and when half. When you said all, I thought you meant all of them. No, all of this half of this arc. Of this season. This season. Of classic.
0: Season two.
1: There's so much Doctor Who, there's four categories that drop down every time you're talking about a specific story. It's this
0: story arc of this season of classic Doctor Who on mm-hmm. behalf of that. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because I was going to watch them yesterday, but Alex. Yes. Alex. That's me. Yesterday, Oh. we had the return of Modern Jafar? Doctor Who. Oh, really? Yes. Oh. Monday nights, 7.30 ABC. I've already watched So that's well, 620 th- on iview which is when I watched it is that the 13th Doctor 13th Doctor Jodie Whittaker first part of I think this bit's like a, it's a bit like a mini series it's like a six part thing mm-hmm. which we will not be able to we'll have to split that up because it's not it's not like this where it's six parts of 25 minutes it's six parts of like an hour
1: oh yeah I'm glad that you're preparing you, you know you're already way ahead you're preparing for a show we're going to be watching in 10-20 <laughs> years
0: yeah, we'll be fine. We'll be here. We're about 30 plus... How many seasons away are we from that? So there's 20 se- 26 seasons in the classic? Okay. So 26 classic. Yes. Hang on. Yeah, 26 classic. Plus? Plus a movie. Okay. That's after the 26 seasons. And then there's... Uh, we're up to season thirteen now. So yeah, forty seasons. No, it must be. No, yeah, it must be thirteen. So I'm glad you're prepared for a, an episode we're watching in forty seasons' time. And there is a lot of these episodes. <laughs> there is.
1: <laughs> anyway,
0: um, but it was so good. And I also had uh, sign language assessment last night, so I also stayed up real late and didn't sleep, and went to work today and taught. And they came home and collapsed and watched three episodes of Doctor Who. Okay. But I wrote a lot of notes and mm. I'm, want, I'm really keen because we're doing the Dalek Invasion of Earth today. Which I know is one of your favourite storylines? Um, yes, but mainly because it's a very significant story. Right. And we probably haven't reached the point of significance yet in this first half. I can feel it building
1: to something. It is building to something. But I knew it hadn't happened yet, because I know there's a thing that's going
0: to happen. You know why it probably hasn't happened yet?
1: Why? Because it's three whole or more episodes. Yeah, and it probably doesn't happen until the end, or it builds towards a
0: climactic I can kind of see it starting to... Click in a gear. Yeah. Yeah. Click it a gear. We are talking, of course, about the Dalek Invasion of Earth. In the year 2164... Yes. Well, that's at least when they pick up a calendar. Which, by the that's way... That's true, good point. Because it's exactly 200 years after when
1: this was filmed. I guess that was the point. 1964. Ooh, but I think this is
0: 1965. Oh. Um, but, um, mm, um, <laughs> but uh, you know, maybe calendars... They start making calendars while the Daleks were invading Earth. Who knows? That's a good point. If you're hiding away for fear of
1: being killed, you're not going to work... At the calendar making factory, I.
0: No, but I also thought... We'll get to the point where they find the calendar. Yep. Just one more thing about it. Yep. It literally just said 2164 on the page. <laughs> Didn't have a day or date. I don't think they were at the front of the calendar. Maybe we are at that point then. Because the guy at the calendar said,
1: this is all I've got time for. I've got to get out of here and survive. So I'll just yep. put the year. Most is it few- a
0: yearly calendar? Like Once you get to the end of that year, you peel... Because I guess... If you are, if you own a calendar store, yes, this op op off to, off topic, only slightly. But if you had a calendar store and you knew someone was invading, mm. rather than keeping track of all the days, would you just make a book full of years? And the end of each year, you just peel it off so you can get it on for the next year. Well, did we ever get to
1: see them peel off any of the years to see what was next in the calendar book? No, it just kind of played fantastical music and zoomed in on it. Actually, I think you're wrong Because if you're in jail, for example And I know this because of the TV shows And they're always very realistic You could have just said I know this No, but (laughs) This is In reference to a person in prison Yep Is so wanting to Get through their time in lockdown That they will mark the days Day by day So I think If you were just trying to survive You're not going to just be worried about the year Oh, yeah you're not going to be celebrating the anniversary of when you got taken over. Oh, happy anniversary! One year in captivity.
0: Hmm. You have no idea what I'm talking about, do you? No. Okay, let's move on. Um, speaking of being in captivity. Okay. So Ian great. and Barbara are still in captivity, really. Um, but before. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, before we get too deep. Mm. We've got the thing to do. Yes. So where I show you a nerdy thing I have. Yeah. And you either say it's Doctor Who, or it's obviously is or isn't. Yeah. And then I talk about how awesome it is anyway. And I feel like some people will probably be disappointed about the previous episode because it was just an hour bookend. Yes. But <laughs> that's right. Because I thought it would throw
1: you, and it nearly did. Well, you really did throw me because I said. Well, no, I didn't think it was a Doctor Who thing, but I did think it was a Harry Potter thing. Yes, but so it wasn't I, Harry Potter. It was just a bookend. I mean, I guess it could have been Harry Potter. But you're just going to be showing me, like, a SodaStream water bottle sometime.
0: Probably. more franchises is When a- I run out of things, I'll probably acquire more things as we go. There's thing's in the boot of my car that I didn't have two days ago. Okay. That would be suitable for this. You know, a murderer could also say the same thing. Like a, but they would probably say something, there's a body in the back of my car. They'd probably say something like that. Not, not if
1: they're not trying to get caught. They don't no, just... you're
0: right. They would just say, there's something in the boot of my car. Yeah. Or they wouldn't <laughs> mention it, probably. <laughs> um, what a great start. We have great stars to our episodes. You, um, yeah. And also, thanks to the pit, people who have been who left five-star reviews. Yes. We appreciate
1: that. We do really, really appreciate it.
0: And uh, why not also write a review?
1: Yes. This episode goes out to the reviewers, baby.
0: The two of them.
1: Yeah. But the more... Maybe I should say baby, because then it's very personal if it's only two people. Yeah, that'd be weird. Babies?
0: Plural? Mm. The thing... Anyway, thank you. The thing, because I was describing the segment of the show... Oh, yes. Um, guess the thing. Guess the thing. I will guess the thing. Am I allowed to pick it up now? Yeah, I think... At first she'll think it's obvious because it's similar to a previous thing, but it is just a cross stitch that my sister has done. I was going to say, that's
1: the only thing that I could think of as being similar, mm. which makes me think that before I look at it, it is another Doctor Who thing, but you want me to consider that it could might not be
0: before I even looked at well, it. Well, have now. a look. It's so difficult. Just pick it up. Oh, he's fumbling with it. <laughs>
1: So it is another lovely Mm cross-stitch, it is a stripy jacket or jumper, I'm going to guess it's a jacket because there's a red tie and glasses, this is a Doctor Who outfit, isn't it? (laughs) Unless you happen to love the Invisible Man, that story from like the
0: 1920s. To be fair, the previous one that you've seen of this, which is a Doctor Who thing, there's also no person in there, and the Doctor in that incarnation is not
1: invisible. That's true. That's what made me think this might be the same thing.
0: Ooh, so what's your final answer? It is a Doctor Who thing. Of course it is. Look at it. Yeah. It's the 10th Doctor's outfit. Why don't... He's got pinstripes and glasses. I know exactly what does one... Does wear pants, even though they're not in that picture. So which one... Then That one doesn't wear pants.
1: Ooh. None of them wear pants? What iteration yeah. does that start to happen? Uh, third... Oh, <laughs> the third one just said third time lucky, eh? He took his pants off. And then fourth time lucky, you just kept the luck going. Luck <laughs> be a lady tonight. <laughs> Whip the pants off. Anyway. anyway,
0: Yeah so good, nice work. Thanks. I mean, look at it though; it's pretty. It doesn't mean anything to me because I don't know the tenth Doctor. And you're right. I should get things from this Doctor's
1: incarnation, and me try to guess a cape. It. He doesn't
0: have a cake in this story, though. He has a coat. He has an untenable nature filled with sass. The little hat he wears sometimes. I don't think
1: I've seen him wear a hat yet. It's coming. Spoilers.
0: A spoilers. I know the cloak. That's it's a
1: spoiler, too. He often... Be. Saying spoilers... Yeah. ...is a spoiler.
0: Yeah.
1: Is that because we jump back in time and the Doctor spoils something for
0: somebody? He spoils someone's tea. Oh. Ooh.
1: Do you know spilling tea is what the kids refer to as gossip these days? So is that what you're talking Ooh. about?
0: I'm going to use that tomorrow. Do it. <laughs> when someone's talking to me, I was like, "Oh, spill the tea. <laughs> uh, <and I'm> not... <laughs> I don't know if
1: a, if a teacher should say that to a child, though. <laughs> no, no, I'll say it to another teacher. Okay, I was going to say, that's really awful. Someone said a sound. Brayden song. hit me. Oh spill the tea.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Brayden would hit him. Anyway... <laughs> So, just bleep out that name, too. Is that a child you have? I don't teach anyone called Brayden.
1: Well, I'm not bleeping out the name, then. I just made it up.
0: But maybe one day I
1: will. Yeah, but, I mean, if a kid's called Brayden, how well are they going (laughs) to do in school? (laughs) I'm really joking. Uh, We've just got such plain, boring names that we like to make fun of silly names. (laughs) (laughs) Hang
0: (laughs) on. of this is bad. (laughs) Just, just more fun. One now, Brayden's gone from being just a name. You describe it as how well are they are doing at school, and also it's a silly name.
1: Well, they, they to me, then all the Bradens out there, you're fine. You're not a brainiac, though. You're creative. Your parents decided that for you, when they said, let's call him Braden. No, stop. No, oh, I'll cut it all out. Um. So yeah, that was a great uh, segment of the thing. With am I guessing the Doctor Who? What's it now? That's a good name for the segment. Yes.
0: What's the new segment you want to introduce? Um, it's a it's a infrequently recurring segment, because uh, only when Doctor Who is actually on TV. Oh, okay. And so it's this called is Matthew's gonna... Brief and Spoiler-Free Review of Current Episode.
1: Oh, this is
0: new. So I can't... I won't tell you anything, because you have to wait to see it in 30-whatever-seasons time. Because I was going to say, this is... My job's easy. I haven't seen it, and I don't know what you're talking about. Go um, ahead. It's all you. And so, uh, it was very good. It's the first season back to a, to a new... First episode back to a new season. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a bit skeptical of the miniseries nature, because we don't normally do that in Doctor Who. It's normally like a 10 to 13 episode thing now, not a six episode miniseries. Interesting. So I am interested, and... A lot of people out there are like, and they might not like Jodie Whittaker, but I think she's a very good Doctor. I think she's had some poor episodes sometimes, but she's really good. Okay. Not from her, as in from writing. Okay. But this was really good, and it really sets up like, a lot of things that are going to happen this season. There was one moment where there's like a new person who joins the TARDIS team, mm. who's a bit like, who seems to just kind of easily go, oh Yeah. I'm in. I'm in. Yeah. So I thought that was a bit strange, but I give it... Should I still use the out of 13 thing? Yeah. Sure. Whatever. Uh, I'll give it a Eccleson. A 9 out of 13. I feel like we've given a lot of 8s and 9s so far. Yeah, because I feel like... You know when you score something out of 10? Yeah. And like 10 is great. And then 9's great. Well, to me, 10 means perfect. 9's great. Yes. And 8 is fine. But then when you, start to hit to, when you start to hit 7,
1: like, eh. See, I don't know if I agree with that, because 5 is dead in the middle. 5 means average. So if I said to you, 6 out of 10... Better than average. But if I said 3 stars... Out of... 5. Better than average. Average
0: is two and a half. See, to, to me, for some reason, when someone says, like... If someone was, was like, this is 7 out of 10, I'd be like meh, but if they're like, I gave it three and a half stars, I'd be like, that's not bad. Those both
1: mean the same thing.
0: I know. Equivalent ratings, fractions, same thing. This has been thrilling. You want to start the episode? Sure. I don't know how much of that I might cut out. the Daleks invasion of Earth. Yeah. What's the story? So, Earth... Well, I opened the
1: story is invaded by the
0: Daleks.
1: Okay. So.
0: Where were we last episode?
1: Last episode, we had just escaped from the Reign of Terror, i.e. the French Revolution. Revolution. So actually, this time, he's actually managed to travel, the Doctor I'm talking about, from Earth to Earth again. Yeah, he just... But um, he got it wrong again. He got them in the future. He got them in the year... 2164 and even Ian says you know we don't that care deck if it's is a... disputed we'll get to that interesting but also Ian basically says we don't care if it's a year too far or a year behind where we were you know somewhere around 1964 65 whatever yeah
0: no they're 200 years in the future that is a bit off like if someone took you out of time and showed you a grand old time around this universe yeah and you got back and they are like I overshot a little bit it's a year or two years later you'd probably be like I'll take it Mm. but if someone was like it's a hundred years in the future you might be like that's basically another planet like what am I supposed to do here and then double it
1: because it's it's 200
0: years it's like being two planets away it's like being two planets away (laughs) So, we actually start this episode without any TARDIS team. There's a a man with a thing on his head. Yeah. And he walks into a river. There's a sign beside the river that says, Do not dump bodies into the river. Yes. So, immediately I was like... Because I remember watching this. Yeah. I didn't quite remember that sign. But going like, Oh, well, um, I guess someone's been dumping bodies in the river. So, robot... Thing on his head Yeah, He goes a bit crazy And he just walks into the river
1: See I was Surprised Because This is A big contrast To what we just watched Which was A fun Family
0: well, Happy go small, It's a
1: bug's life
0: Big sets Oh look at this giant matchbox None of that We're all on location now Like you know We were all yeah. big sets before Now it's like No no Now we're beside the river and a man walks to his death.
1: Yeah. We go from a bug's life to... Let's just watch a dude who
0: has lost his mind commit suicide. I would also like to point out if I... Like... Because... So the, the box arrives. The TARDIS arrives. Yep. And they all get out of the TARDIS. Yes. Um, and the doctor's like... Well, the doctor's checking his instruments inside the TARDIS first. Because he's a bit like... I, I've got here... At 1 minute 30... The doctor makes frustrated doctor sounds he he's does. like because mm. <laughs> he's not sure where he's landed William Hartnell's really getting into it now oh yeah in fact all of this like his acting is like he's dialed it up he's like season two let's crank this up let's do this so he's got a lot going on he, you know he's really bringing his his energy and he needs to make sure he doesn't burn out because he needs to know how to take another holiday
1: yeah, but when he comes back from holiday, he's always good. <laughs>
0: He'll be all in. He was genuinely funny, these episodes. You know, I really liked him. Yeah. Um, I think that is what has happened. They've come back from... You know, they've seen it actually be really successful in the first season. And now they've come to season two. Now, this was hyped up, by the way. Oh, with I can The imagine. return of the Daleks. Yeah. So much so that this, these episodes, they averaged about 12 million viewers. Okay. Which, in comparison to the last ones, which were at about eight, mm-hmm. like whew, everyone's like they're on board, yeah. So and these are, you know, these haven't been like they didn't have to find a, a VHS tape somewhere with these on them. <laughs> these have been kept. Yes. So they're they're good and they look they look pretty good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, like big everyone's ready for it everyone's ready for it were you ready
1: for it yes i I was i was extremely
0: whelmed so they're whelmed yeah but not overwhelmed well (laughs) (laughs) the thing is no no one's whelmed what do you mean Is whelmed a natural phrase well
1: If you're not underwhelmed or overwhelmed, you're in the middle. So you were just just there for it. And in fact, and I'm not making this up, that is a word. If you Google it, whelmed does mean
0: something like contentment. Um, I've got at the two-minute mark. I'm just moving on. Yeah. The doctor actually does safety checks. So, yeah, good. Mm -hmm. We've talked about that before. Yes. That will go away. Oh. Because, you know, why, why check if the air outside is breathable when you can just go outside and try and breathe it?
1: Why give... Well, I don't know if you gave it to the ship, but why have a ship with all these features
0: if you're not going to use them? Also, why have a ship that has all these features and not have it tell you the year that you're in? Yeah. Just get a calendar. You can just get a calendar with the year on it. We've seen it. (laughs) 1964. Maybe it develops over time, because he does land at points, and in the box he'll be like, we're in this year. Oh,
1: okay. Okay.
0: But at the moment, they just seem to look at the TV and try to kind of use that as their guide to what's going on outside. So he looks outside and he thinks it's London. He sees water, so I guess he
1: guesses it's the Thames. Yeah. Good. They go outside. No, but they do check. No radiation, good oxygen levels, and something else. There was three things but anyway they do the proper checks
0: they do outside they do outside they do outside um and I've got uh, they walk outside Susan is immediately injured Mm -hmm. so she's like time to have a look around tries to climb a wall to have a look and some scaffolding or something and it all falls down and the the bridge that they've landed cause they land beside the river and there's a bridge there and it just collapses on top of the TARDIS Yeah. So I put at the five, uh, at that mark, the TARDIS is TARDIS, you know, the phrase, because it keeps being like, oh, yeah. crushed or like stuck or the lock gets taken <laughs> or, you know, like it keeps getting, something happens to it and it cannot be used. Yeah. Now also something that I couldn't stop thinking about while well, they were all just standing around the TARDIS with it collapsed, <laughs> yes. stuff collapsed on it. Yeah. You can get into that.
1: Yeah. It wasn't covering the door, from what I could see.
0: No, and I understand it's dangerous, but if it's one person getting in there, you can you can move that. Oh, but then I guess if you fly off and there's one person in it, you might not land back in the right place. Imagine just leaving like <laughs> three of <in> them there <laughs> and just flying off. But then you get the fast return switch. Remember that? Yeah, but it could send you back to
1: year one because because <laughs> it was broken. The
0: spring was broken. The spring was. But remember.
1: We, I looked it up The fast return lever And actually, we googled it The doctor explains It either takes you back to the last location Or takes you back to the beginning of time He says it's one or the other I don't think you can pick
0: Is it exactly a
1: 50-50 shot? Well he said It does this or this Like he doesn't know which one it's going to do So I guess that's 50-50 Yeah he, I
0: hope mm. It's one
1: of our highlights
0: the Yeah I to no, listen to it It yeah. comes up on my Facebook Yeah as does the two Barbara ones, where it's like, Barbara likes the men. <laughs> and then the second one, Barbara still likes the men. Well, it's an ongoing... Well, hey, this that changes this episode.
1: She doesn't like the men? Well, Susan... Susan likes has, the men. Has a romantic interest, which we haven't seen really before.
0: No, and I wonder what her age is here now, because... I was going to ask that. When we started... I did a bit of research. Yeah. Caroline Ford, when she was first hired, she's 23. Yeah. But she's supposed to play Susan like Susan's 15. That's because why she's at school. She's at school. Yeah. So, but they could have been traveling for a while. Because he yeah. is not 15, her romantic interest. No. So, I wonder if she's a bit older now, or if at the time... That wasn't really seen as a problem. Mm. Yeah. Also, we don't know what species she is, so she could look fifteen but actually be nine hundred and eighty or something. That's true. So she's she's the definition
1: of a cougar. <laughs> she's nine hundred plus years old. Uh, than I don't think she is nine hundred
0: plus. I know the doctors age vaguely. I've
1: already said I don't think she's of that species. That I think she's human. Okay. Remember?
0: Well, yeah, I, I remember.
1: In which case, she's 16 or 17 and he's maybe 23, 24. Yeah, so
0: say... Because she hasn't aged up a lot. So say at max, it's been two years. Yeah. So she's 17. Mm-hmm. And he still looks... I don't know, like mid-20s? Early 20s at the earliest. Yeah. Mm. Good times. We'll get to him. Yeah, we will. Um, I've got at the five-minute mark, Ian trips on some rubble. Yeah, of he's course. Just, he's just talking to the doctor. The actor, William Russell, trips on rubble.
1: Oh, you don't think that was...
0: No, I don't think it was supposed to happen. Oh. If you want, I can show you the part where it happened. I believe you. But it's funny, because he's just kind of like... He's like, oh, I don't want to move anything. And the doctor starts talking... And William Russell just trips on a little bit of rubble. And yeah. you can tell because William Hartnell will pauses just for, like, a moment to be like... Show
1: me, because I'll, I'll include the clip in our video. All right, you ready? We're going to need help to shift this. Yes, it's going to be very difficult. But remember, we're in London.
0: Oh, what's that got to do with it? Well, it's, it's, it's the people, they're all curious. Did you see that? No yes. Time. And he even looks down at his foot to be like, what the hell was that? And, like, again, it's one of those situations where... It's probably just cheaper to... To take that take.
1: Plus it kind of... It's not like something happened that... Wouldn't happen in that... No, it kind of normal...
0: It like... Makes it appear like a normal situation. Yeah. It's like he fell over... Onto his face.
1: Or an extra walked into the scene when they shouldn't have. They still think you fix sprained ankles by bathing them in water. Yeah.
0: And that's the other thing. I feel like them and... Like, pools of water. They should really just maybe take a moment. (laughs) Because the first time... So, in Keys of Marinus, there was, like, an acid ocean. Yes. In the Daleks, there was, like, a swamp that had a monster in it that ate people. Yeah. In the previous episode... Because she hurt her ankle. Oh, yeah. In... uh, Barbara hurt her ankle. Not Susan. No, no, no. But Barbara did. And... Ian was going to get some water from, like... I think he did get some water. But they were tiny. Yeah. So, I don't Um, know. They also
1: almost drowned in a sink.
0: These guys just might need to just take a moment.
1: Well, they later refer to it... I don't know if it's this episode, but in these first three episodes at some point... They refer... Oh, it's when they meet up with the other survivors. Mm. And they say, we need to put a wet bandage on this ankle. And I'll tell you something... You don't have to do it because I've already done it. I have Googled. There is no such thing, even that I could see back in the past, where people thought wetting an, an- ankle or putting a wet bandage on was a good thing. She's not human. Yeah, but they don't know that.
0: Don't they? Was Barbara?
1: <laughs> Barbara had it first. She wanted the, the wet ankle first. Yeah,
0: maybe it was. it's more of like you would put like ice on it, maybe. Because if the water's cold... River Thames might be cold water.
1: Do you think people used cold water and then one day a genius went, what if it was just
0: ice? Yeah. And that that was the advancement of medical... I reckon we'll get to a point where someone will hurt their ankle on the show and they'll be like, you better put some ice on that. And we'll know that at that point in history Ooh. someone figured it out. It's going
1: to be the most nonchalant <laughs> thing but you and I are going to be like, whoa! <laughs> what an update. Um, anyway, I thought that was worth mentioning because I still can't believe... They're going on about bathing their ankles. I do have at this same moment... Hang on. Um, before we move on. This is the quote from Doctor Who about the bathing of the ankle, okay? Yeah. He's upset with Susan for getting injured. Well, that's what. what's next. Okay, Will you say it then. Have you got the quote?
0: Yeah. Um, not yet. Okay. I have written... You, can you read know it what so I'm talking idea. about. But I just want to point out, yep. just before that, there's a minute-long conversation between Ian and the Doctor that that we just watched a part of. Yep. But the doctor is impressed with Ian. And Ian's, like, figuring out things. And he's like, you know, we would have heard traffic or something. and Or uh, he's like, Birds. I think we should probably, you know... Yeah, we would... Yeah. He's kind of figuring things out. And the doctor's like, oh, you you gain the hang of all of this thing. <laughs> and so um, they have quite a nice moment together, I think. They do. Followed by... <laughs> Are you ready? Go ahead. I, I wonder if this is what you mean, and you can tell me if I'm wrong. What you need is a jolly good smack bottom. Yes, because
1: he says something about, get that ankle bathed, but what you need, yeah, and I'm not repeating you can say it. A jolly good smack bottom. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Maybe <me> think <laughs> of Shrek and Donkey.
0: Well, I've quoted it and timed it at the 7 minute 15 mark. Because that's the first time he says that. Oh my gosh, is this a <laughs> thing? This is a, this, this It's. I think it's one of two. Because he says it again in a future episode.
1: As in, not but, this Doctor, one of the iterations. No,
0: no, this Doctor. Oh, okay.
1: So, don't... It's not too close to the future. I thought it was going to be like this creepy thing that Doctor Who just loves to always say that.
0: But it is referenced as like a... That's... Oh. Yeah, like a... Probably shouldn't say that, you know what I mean? Like, okay. so it's almost self referential. It's like they knew that when they when this came out, they're like, probably shouldn't talk about smacking a 17 year old ish girl because she's hurt her foot,
1: no, <laughs> or saying that about your granddaughter in that weird way, and also. It's Ian seems... laughs a lot at that. You can see him chuckle, and I think it's the actor trying not to mess up the scene by laughing. Yes,
0: I did notice him smirk, and I think <laughs> I think you're right because the way William Harnell says it, he's just gone from being like, "Oh, Ian, you've you really you've come a long way, my dear boy," to "You need a smack bottom." <laughs> so, to the actor, he's probably like, "Whoa, what, what the hell?" <laughs> because you don't, and you think about this. Outside of
1: the, the fictional narrative, if you think about the actors there, this old man is saying that to a grown woman.
0: Yes. that's because she's 23.: Yes. 20 probably maybe 24 at this stage, but still they must have early 20s. Known, they must have all known that
1: was coming up in the script, and they're like, "Oh, this is going to be so awkward." Maybe it wasn't scripted.
0: Oh, that would be amazing! Please tell me that's in the trivia section. It's, I don't know. I haven't had a. I I haven't put a lot of trivia into this one, right? Because you still got to watch three more episodes, and I don't want to spoil spoil anything. anything. Agree. Um, I've put that the there's a lot more location shooting in this. So the previous episode was like obviously in studio with giant sets, yeah, and a bit of like inner house stuff going on, yeah. But this is like they're actually in places, and they have got the list of locations. On here.
1: I was going to say, there's a lot of, like... Obviously, I can imagine if the Daleks were such a big thing at that time... I know they still are, but especially then. Mm. Having... Seeing the Daleks in those very particular spots... For a person who lived in London... Must have been pretty freaky at the time.
0: Yeah. So, I've got, uh... They actually land at Q Railway Bridge. So, this is from the TARDIS wiki, by the way. Mm-hmm. Um... St. Catherine's Dock, London, Battersea Power Station, which they do point out. Um, Wood Lane Central Station, London. There's a lot, actually a lot of locations. I won't go all the way down the bottom. I did notice in the third episode that we were in. There is Big Ben. Yes. And Trafalgar Square. I um, love that shot
1: of Big Ben in the background. And the Dalek right up close, and you just see the little nozzle
0: looking around trying to see if there's any humans it's about It's pretty uh, iconic. That that's icon. a great shot. That, that's, that seemed a lot. Queen's Wharf in London. Uh, Westminster Bridge, that's the one. They were going across Westminster Bridge. Yeah. So you could see all that. I won't go... I won't, We won't spend too much time, because they probably will go to some locations that we haven't gone to yet. Not that I think the locations would give away story, but, you know. No, I think the whole
1: point was just... To make it a cool thing for people at the time, watching this and being like, whoa, that's like, you
0: know... So, um, I already mentioned that the first episode, the first um, story with the Daleks, called The Daleks... Yes. ...became a movie. Yes. This also became a movie. Right. As a sequel to that movie. In the way that it
1: was told a little bit differently?
0: Yes. So, no William Hartnell... Yep. Peter Cushing, mm-hmm. who, as we all know from Star Wars, excellent. His Grand Moff Tarkin. That's Simpsons. Why did I say that? <laughs> he's Grand Moff Tarkin. Oh, this one. Do it. Do it. Do it. That's the Emperor. Well, who are you talking about? Then? I don't know. The guy who pushes the like. Who's like fire the Death Star? Yeah, the old man. Star Wars Episode Four. The one who gets choked out by Darth Vader. No, the one who's like.
1: This one. Oh my gosh. I know we've done this before, but I still can't remember. Yes. That guy. Yes. Doesn't he get choked by Darth Vader? No, he gets
0: blown up on the Death Star. Oh No, he doesn't die. But isn't Darth Vader angry he with him? He does die. No, but I'm not saying... No, no, he doesn't get choked by Darth Vader. Is that a different one? One of the other guys gets choked by Darth Vader. Okay. And, Darth... and this guy's like, release him. Like, just... Okay, so he's there in the room. He's there in the room. Yeah, yeah. That is the guy I was thinking of. He's like, this is
1: good. All right, let's not go there. <laughs> but I, I, that's the face I pictured for some you know, reason. Now, Vader, what this guy needs is a smack bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, that would be really awkward. Yeah, I don't think anyone should be talking about smack bottoms <laughs> when you've got a guy <laughs> wheezing.
0: <laughs> it's just weird. Um, anyway. But a significant character in Star Wars. He's still... In like the character he's is off. still his character is still in things to this day. He's in the Bad Batch, which is very good. But obviously the actor has passed away. Sorry. Oh, okay. Did
1: you not know that? Well, only like sixteen years ago.
0: Yes. Yeah, he's been dead a while. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's not, no one could say too soon. Nineteen ninety-four. I was four years, three, um, turning four years old. He was zero. Well, he was whatever he was in 1994. Yeah, gone. (laughs) You were born in December.
1: He died in August. When you were born, he was zero years old.
0: No. No, no. Let's move on. (laughs) Um, So, Ian and the doctor. Yeah. They're like, we'll go, you know, have a look for something that we can remove this debris with. Yep. Barbara's like... Um, I mean, I've, Barbara has a bit of a look around. I think she she goes get some wet bandages for the ankle. Mm-hmm. A very effective technique.
1: A secret technique. It's like an old wives' towel. It is. They split up, of course. Like well, I wrote that
0: too. They all go their separate ways. <laughs> um, because... Uh, they split up even worse than normal. Because... The Doctor and Ian go somewhere, and Barbara and Susan then separate from each other. Yes. So, um... And one of them can't even walk. Yeah, she's just picked up. So... <laughs> so much for protecting her. She just gets picked up and taken. Um, I thought it was really interesting. So, the, do- the Doctor and Ian are looking through, like, a abandoned building. Mm-hmm. And they're seen by someone who we don't know yet. Yeah. They're just seen. And they have a look around and they find like a box with a dead body in it. Yes. And a guy, the dead body's wearing like a helmet. Mm. And the doctor talks about how it seems to be able to pick up radio waves, like some sort of personal communication device. Yes. So I was like, oh, that's really interesting. Like radio on their head. Right. Like mobile, like you could just talk oh, to someone. Good point. It's like that's interesting. I didn't, I didn't think of it that way, but you're right. But they did have radios back then too. Yes, I think that now. Yes,
1: it's not, it's not seventeen ninety six. 7, yeah, like ninety four, <laughs> whatever it is. I just figured they were going to be a mind control device because it just looks
0: like it. Um, while that's happening, um, Barbara does see. A body floating in the river mm-hmm. and is like, oh, maybe not good. Yeah. And she sees the sign that says, don't dump bodies in the river. And I think at that moment she puts two and two together and realizes Uh-oh. this might not be a good place to be. Yeah.
1: You know, what's interesting is whenever they, the characters split up. Whenever one of the parties comes to a realization about something, the other one does it at the same time.
0: Yeah, in a different way. In a different way, one's seen a dead body floating in the river, and the other one's finding a dead body in a box. Then a calendar. And a cal- oh, they did find the calendar in that room too. Mm-hmm. It's in twenty-one forty-six, and we talked about I don't what at the start of this episode twenty-one sixty-four. Twenty-one sixty-four. If it was twenty-one sixty-four, currently in this year. Or if that's just the last time someone made a calendar Yes Because they've just found a calendar So it could be, is that why it's disputed? Is that why the year is disputed? Yeah, it's disputed because of that And I think there's some other stories In like extended In the extended universe Which dispute Not to the extent where it's like, actually it's 1996 But it's still the 2100s But they just, the years are a little Different because um, it would
1: be a full-time job to be the person whose job it is to make sure that every piece of Doctor Who media syncs up time-wise. Yeah. For a while. And then they just went, who cares? Well. Well, you can't tell me. We're
0: going to get to multiple seasons that are just the year that they are in is, are disputed. Um, and then it becomes a reference within the show. And the it fact that like, it's... I can't remember when this happened
1: so they oh okay that's clever how they try they try to find I don't the think they did it on away. purpose
0: but uh, um, it's a it's a few seasons down the line it's when we're in colour oh okay so we're still in black and white for, for a few more seasons yep um, I've got uh, so Ian and the doctor hears a noise coming from somewhere else in the building yep they have a look around they walk upstairs and Ian like Bashes down a door and he falls outside. Yeah. And I was like, what a great stunt, because clearly, it was done, out it's in a different location. Yeah. Pointed up so you, you could you could tell it wasn't William Russell. Yes, that's what I was going to say. It was a very obvious. But he's still like hanging about, and then there's a cut to him like reaching his hand up, and then William Hartnell like pulling him in. Yeah. Which I was like, not bad, for yeah. the time probably. Yeah, of course. But then you could tell from the when when it when Ian's back inside the building, it's very obvious that that's a completely different location.
1: Yeah, it looks nothing like it. It looks at like
0: all. walls made of cardboard. Yeah, as opposed to steel beams hanging from steel beams outside at a construction site.
1: Yeah. Mm. Do you remember this exchange? At some point during all of this happening, yeah, when Ian says to the doctor, "Careful, doctor," and the doctor says, "I'm not a halfwit," like real he does say that right? real sarcastically, yeah, and real kind of he's super sass man in this one. He's pretty good, Doctor Sass.
0: Now I think at this point, so so the Ian and the doctor go outside and we see our first Dalek saucer, like a spaceship, yeah. Yep fly across the sky
1: yeah,
0: and then we go back to Barbara who she can't find Susan but she finds someone else who's like what are you doing out here? Come with me. Yeah. And turns out that he's got, that they've taken Susan as well so Barbara's like well I better go with him. And so it goes from being like this place is weird and not quite right, to being like, we're all in danger. Yeah. And so she runs off with him, and there's multiple shots of, like, hiding behind, like, a pillar, while there's, like, Robo-Men around, and then running. And Robo-Men is the name of the humans with the helmets on. Yes. Now, I knew... You'd heard of them I've before? heard of them, and I've seen them before, and they're in lots of extended, like, universe stuff. In fact Mm -hmm. In fact Alex Mm -hmm. In fact Go on I just listened to an audio podcast An audio podcast A audio play From Big Finish Called Dalek Universe Where the men are uh, In that as well Oh okay So very interesting
1: So they're not just like Because I
0: thought they could have been A one off for this storyline No they recur They recur Okay yeah. Lots of things recur. Even if they don't come back into the TV show, mm-hmm. they'll get used in those big finished audio plays. Yeah. And the cool thing about them, and I'll tell you when we get to the the modern Doctor Who, so you will have forgotten this, but a lot of them, like at one point, there's a certain moment in the show where those radio plays basically are considered canon. Right. And they go, they're all real too.
1: Oh, so it's really obviously stated in the
0: show. Yeah. Oh. And sometimes they're referenced. Yeah. Like an adventure that he might have had in a radio play is referenced on the show. Yeah. Which is really cool. There are some that their canosity is put into question because an event occurs on the show that then disputes something that happened in a radio play. Right. But I think it's also considered that he does also mess with time.
1: I was going to say...
0: So that thing could have happened, and then time travel happened, and that thing no longer happened.
1: Well, does does the idea of multiple universes exist within this story of Doctor Who? Because then everything can be canon.
0: Oh, like parallel universes? Parallel well universes. I well, understand. I think we're going to get to them very soon. Well, then
1: if they exist in the show it's in some way, then anything's canon. It's fine then.
0: Yeah. That's you? the thing. So amongst fans, amongst diehard fans, Whovians? it's all canon, right? And so um, it's all like wibbly wobbly timey wimey. Yeah, I don't know what that means. So yet. if something happens to me, to as as in my fan, in my fanicity, I say that it's all canon. Okay. Unless the show. The, the show is, like, the main source of canon. Yeah. So if the show disputes something that happened elsewhere, then the show overrides that. Okay. I'm not saying the other thing didn't happen. I'm just saying that maybe... Uh, it's it's like... Um, there's a there's a comic book that I own. Mm. There's a comic book that I own that, that shows the 8th Doctor doing something very specific, but then that's not considered canon because it's not referenced in quite a direct way to something that happens in the show that's very similar. Okay. So... It's, it's about, done in such a way that only one of those things could be real. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But you would say maybe that did happen, but time travel, now that has been erased from history or something. Right. right. So... Yeah. Anyway, that's we're gonna. Have, we should get. We're gonna have an episode one day where we just talk about time travel. Yes. And how weird it is. Yes. Because, yeah. Um, so but Barbara and Susan they do escape. They do an escape. They do an escape. And. Um, they end up in a group of like resistant resistance fighters, I yeah. guess. Hidden Freedom Fighters. Are I they think hidden
1: underground they... the
0: or hidden in some factory or something? Um, I don't think they they are underground. I think okay. they say that. Maybe it's an old train station or something. Yeah. Something. I don't think they referenced directly where it is. No. But um Uh they mean they arrive and people are like um, because, obviously, if you're part of a resistance group, you've got to have a use. So, they like, yeah. say to Barbara, they're like, what can you... This is... So, this is something else I wrote down. So, this is the first appearance of... Um, is it David? David Campbell. David Campbell. Okay. So, David Campbell is like, what can you do? Can you cook? And Barbara's like, I I can get by, I think is what she says. Yeah. And he's like, well, that will do. Because beggars can't be choosers, I guess, in a dalek war yeah and then he says to susan his first words to susan are like what can you do and she says eat yeah that's her only use apparently i thought
1: that was really clever i wrote that too i made a note of that interchange because i feel like the writing and the dialogue in these episodes it's much much it's going much more refined
0: yeah do you feel that as well yeah i think they're because, like you said before, they're obviously building towards something. Right. So, they want to make sure everything's, like, on point. Yeah. And so, that exchange is quite good. Um, now, I, something I thought about, and which might I don't think will give anything away to you, but I was like... Because when they mentioned his last name of Campbell, it made me go, like, the doctor doesn't have a last name. Yeah. He's just the doctor. But Susan has a last name. Does she? Because in the first episode, when Ian and Barbara are just regular school teachers and they're talking about this student who oh, yeah. has fantastical knowledge of everything, they call her Susan Foreman. Mm-hmm. Because Susan Foreman is the place is the is the junkyard that the TARDIS was in. Right. So I was like, oh yeah. Well, I I I remembered her name. I remember the name of the junkyard. I was like put those two things together. That's interesting. In relation to David Campbell. Yes.
1: Campbell soup. <laughs> Campbell soup. Is that what you're referencing? Yes.
0: No. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. Well, I don't think you'll know So, I think what
1: you... Okay, what I'm deducing is something very significant happens with the guy called David Campbell. and We find out maybe that's not his actual last name.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We'll go with that. And then, um... Well, you'll find out, because he's in the next three episodes anyway. So, the thing that I'm thinking about... Okay. You'll... This time next week, when we do this, you'll be like, I see now.
1: Right, what you were saying. And
0: then I'll tell you... Because he he be he. The reason why I'm so keen about his like arrival, is he becomes he'll become a more significant character. So. Oh, I see. So, I see. but you'll see that in the next three episodes. Right, I will tell you how, and you can't guess.
1: You don't want me to guess.
0: That's okay. Well, otherwise, because if you guess and I do a face, you'll be like, I'm right. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm going to put my
1: shirt over my head
0: and guess. Ready? I'm going to drink some coffee.
1: I'm going to guess that he... Is he the guy that... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'll put my shirt back down. Is he the guy that is talking to Susan and there's a romantic connection there? Yes, he is. Okay, yes, then, since... I, then I know what's going to happen. And it's the fact that he becomes one of the crew members because she already has offered that to him as an option. <laughs> Okay, and I'm looking at your reaction, I got my eyes closed, but that's what I've guessed. I already guessed that, so don't worry, you didn't spoil that for me if that's what it is.
0: And then I think that will be good, because you only have to wait three episodes time to figure out. If that's the, right or not. And then we can talk about it next week.
1: Yeah. I, I was I, I didn't, didn't give any reaction. No. And I didn't write it down, but I do remember that conversation. So you saying that now, that makes sense anyway. You haven't spoiled it for me if that's what it is. No,
0: and I think I was just mentioning the Susan's name thing because I don't think we've ever talked about that on this show either. About the fact that her last name is Foreman. I thought we
1: did in the first episode. Maybe. I don't know. That was 10 episodes, 11
0: (laughs) episodes ago, whatever. 11 episodes ago. Wait, is this episode 11? This is episode 12. 12. 11 was the Giants. Back to the Doctor and Ian, and they're outside, and they're, yes. like... Ian kind of puts it all together, finally. Like, he, he had some idea of things that were going on. He's like, it's so quiet, and, like, we're by the river, and, like, things should be happening on the river, mm-hmm. and then suddenly they're surrounded by Robo-men. Robo-men. And, um... The Doctor and Ian, like, they look around... Um, one of the resistance people, I think David is actually there. He's the one that was spying on them before. Yeah, to try and, like, like oh. I think he's there to try and help them, but then he also sees that they're surrounded by robo men. Well, he's whispering to them, run, but they don't hear him. No. I don't know if he's whispering to him, to them. I feel like, wouldn't the robo men hear him then? Oh, well, I watched it with the subtitles. Uh, but I, I think he just says, run. Oh, like he's kind of willing them to do it. Yes. No, but you know what I mean? I know what you mean. Without saying it. please run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha, gotcha, Um, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. And so then they they try and run in one direction, there's more rubber men. Try and run in another direction, there's more rubber men. And then Ian's like, you know how we just talked about how this, the water's like plague infested? Yeah. It could be plague infested. Well, they've never had a good experience with water. Let's get in that water. But I guess if all options are out... And you only have a river to jump into. Why not? And acid water might be a quicker death. I think we established that it wasn't acid water. No, but... But
1: plague-ridden. Oh, play ridden Well, I was just going to say, if it was acid water, just do
0: that. But it's not acid water. So turn around to jump, and out of the water... That which was really I good. think um, they would have they hesitated to do this, because of, like, those Dalek things to build, like, you don't want to ruin those things. Right. But it just rolls out of the water, and you're like, yes. That looks great. It was pretty good. Very, very good shot. Um, A little, slight bit of trivia. So, last time that we watched an episode with the Daleks... yeah, They built, um... I think it was four Daleks? And... After that episode. Because they had blow up ones as well. Yes, they make a reappearance. Oh okay. Um so when they did this episode, I've got more to read about it later, but when they do this episode they built two more. So they've got six in total. That are I like think, proper movable ones. That are proper movable ones. If it's five and someone's wants to correct me, that's fine, whatever. But there's definitely the two blow up ones. Yeah. And that's the end. Of episode one. It is. And I love that once again
1: they've landed mid-story. Like, this There's calamity a, has already uh, happened. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they just happen upon it by landing in
0: 2164. Episode two.
1: Also known as... The Daleks. As
0: the Daleks. Which is the name of the first story of the Daleks. And the first episode we didn't mention is called World's End. Yes. Which I think is meant to be... I think it's also the... It, I was reading the trivia. Mm-hmm. It's also like a location, a filming location. Oh it's called World's End. Right. So they were like, no, we'll just throw that in.
1: Yeah.
0: Um The Daleks So i put the return of the Daleks exclamation point. Yes. So very exciting. Um and I'm no longer just whelmed. You now overwhelmed? I am now slightly more overwhelmed the Dal- so the Daleks are talking to their, their Robo-men, and they're like, "Basically, what's going now? on here? And the Robo-men are like, we don't know, we found these people. The Dalek is like, um, get these two to our ship. And so they take them back to their ship. Yep. Um, but the Doctor has... Quite like an interaction with the Dalek before they go off. Yeah, because I think he's a bit like, because last time he kind of did a bit of an outsmart of them. You know how they had that first interaction of like their their first meeting. Yeah, and they had that long conversation and figuring out like who each others who each other are and what's going on. And this one, the Doctor tries to be a bit like you know, who are you you to be, like, who do you think you are? And then the Dalek says, we are the masters of Earth. Yeah. And then has none of it. And it's just like, I'm not talking to this weird old man. Yeah. And they just take him back to the ship. That's right. And I also quoted that, um, we are the masters of Earth, because that's also a
1: recurring thing. I was going to say, I don't know why I know, maybe I've seen it, Quoted or referenced But I knew that that's a thing That's not like a one-off statement
0: And I'm pretty sure They've used that, they use
1: that In the movie too Right Interestingly though And I don't know If I'm right or wrong in this Doesn't the doctor deduce that The last
0: time they met Was actually in the future i got that too At the six minute mark Yeah Are these Daleks From their past As in from their Daleks past As opposed to yeah. like When they met them In the future because the so the Ian's and the Doctor, because I put here Hoover is always remember. Because they had to reference the fact that in the the last time they saw them, they couldn't leave the city. Yeah, and they had to be on metal for their static electricity system to work. And the and, fact that
1: they look more advanced.
0: Yeah, and so they kind of, well, I think they look the same. Oh, one of them looks. One of them looks quite.
1: They're like more a solid, but they have an extra like plate on the back. Yeah, I thought they looked way more advanced.
0: And so the do- the doctor has to kind of explain that by being like, "This is their uh, like a invasion party. They've you know they have to look like that. They don't have access to just drive around on metal. Yeah, so they have the dish on their back that I guess they have to be within certain range of their spaceships to then have power to move. Right. Like, wireless charging? From a great distance. Up. Yeah. Probably releases a lot of radiation to the surrounding area. Because I was thinking, you know what
1: would have been cool? And I know that this is impossible, because... The first time they had the Dalek story, they didn't know how big it was going to be. Mm. Imagine if, in the first story arc ever with the Daleks... When they're having an exchange with the Doctor, the Daleks later talk and say to each other... Is this the one they talked about that they met on planet Earth in 2164?
0: Yeah, I think the reason why they... um, The Doctor even mentions that these could be like from thousands of years prior. And I guess if it was so long ago in their past... Yeah. They wouldn't think that he would be the same person. Right. They
1: they have to make that... Distinction,
0: yeah, okay, because you know, it's not like they met him five years earlier, it was yeah. many years earlier. They're like, That mad doctor's back, it's over. And in the previous one, when the doctor mentions time travel, they basically dismiss it, yeah. So, even in like this, so far back, they don't have access to that kind of knowledge about right. space and time. They're just flying through this. I guess flying through the galaxy, killing planets and whatever. Right. Or whatever their plan is for Earth. Yeah. So, um, it's good to kind of see like that. That build still happening though. Know, like they, the Doctor now has kind of like has a little bit of the upper hand because he knows all about them. Yeah. And how they operate, and they have no clue who he is. Yes. It's a clever story <laughs> idea.
1: Yeah. I thought the reason... See, it makes sense now that they're explaining the continuity... Potential continuity errors... If they didn't go over the idea of... This is an invasion party, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Because when I first watched it... I thought the whole reason they were banging all of this stuff into place... Was so that a big twist would happen... Where it's like... Oh, actually... That was the past and this is the future. Well... I can't remember. Right. But that could... That could happen... They're kind of like setting it up as you think it's this, but then actually, yeah. And then they go, "We know who
0: you are. We remember what you yeah. did to us." Well, there, there's another. There, there'll be a story very soon where they go, "We're aware of you." Like, mm. yeah, because en- obviously, that's not yeah. a spoiler. No, no, no. Obviously, there's a point
1: where they consider each other more enemies, arch enemies, en- enemies. whatever.
0: Um, and. Uh, in that scene, when they by the sp- side of the spaceship, that's where you see the two like blow-up ones. They're kind of in the background, so I put the um, the blow-up, the the fake oh. Daleks make a return, um, and there's a couple other people that they've caught there as well. I put at seven minutes twenty, what a daring escape, where one of them just, just decides to try and run, <laughs> and is immediately stopped by a Dalek, and then he's like. Now what? And then they just shoot him. Yeah. And we see that effect again of like the inverted colour thing. Yeah, the and black and white. That looks... I know it's like real
1: rudimentary now.
0: Yeah. But it looks good. And, you know, is often... is is done differently, obviously, in modern day. But I think they try and keep that same sense of that invertedness. Yeah. Um, that's cool. Now, while that's happening... Yeah Um Susan and Barbara uh, With their resistance people And Jenny Yep Is like We should check out that ankle Or is a bit like Show me that ankle Cause she seems very Let's get a wet bandage on it Yes Have you done anything about the ankle And Barbara's like We just got here And then Susan She touches the ankle And Susan immediately Is like Ah And I just put here Maybe stop whinging yeah because you're you're obviously in the middle of like a apocalyptically bad like war and your ankle hurts and the people in this room have lost like all <laughs> of their family you're yeah, like <laughs> oh my ankle just maybe tone, tone it down a little bit and jenny was having nothing of it because she's screaming and she's just like oh your ankle it's not broken and she's like you can still use your hands I-, I thought that was funny too. <laughs> Get to work. Get to work. <laughs> Child. Yep. Um, and there's this kind of little um, thing again, like in the previous episode with the Giants, where they both figure out where Susan and the Doctor are explaining to Barbara... Oh, sorry, Ian and Barbara respectively, this is what's going on. And there's like cuts between them. The two conversations. This one has cuts between David and Craddock, the man yeah. that Ian and the Doctor meet when they're held by the Daleks in their spaceship. Yeah. About what's going on. Yeah. So David is explaining, like, who the Robo men are, and so is Craddock, and it kind of cuts between the two. And um, That was clever. we learn about the fact that there's not actually many Daleks on Earth. Yeah. There's, like, obviously they've probably got ships all over Earth. But to do their kind of like busy work, they've been attaching like control devices to people's heads and yep. calling them robo men, and that design also persists persists for a while, right? And then it gets more advanced.
1: Yeah, I figured as time went on, and they can do more they do.
0: Yeah, um, uh, the Daleks try. So the Daleks kind of figure out, because they're listening to all of the conversations that Ian and the Doctor are having, that the Doctor must be like a clever person.
1: Yeah.
0: And so they go, well, we'll test this. And I know the Doctor is very dismissive of Craddock. Yes. Because Craddock is kind of a bit of like a, woe is me, we'll never escape, we're going to have things in our heads for the rest of our lives, whatever. <laughs> But the, Do- the, the Daleks put a box in their cell, which is like a little magnet and keys. Like it's there's a key in the box. Yeah. Basically. A glass case. Not 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 a traditional key. It's like a magnet. Yeah. And they've been given the other magnet to try and kind of guide it. I guide the key out of the box. Right. And while the Doctor and Ian sound clever about trying to get it out, and they have a bit of discussion about, well, Daleks don't actually have hands, so they must use magnets to like open doors and do things. Yeah. Craddock says, why would they put this in here for us, though? Which I think was... Maybe the most sensible thing said. Yes. And then the doctor is like, ah, bah, get <laughs> none, none of that. And then, to be fair, he is his dismissiveness is more justified later on. Yeah. Um, because Craddock is just like not useful whatsoever. He gets
1: he gets real sassy in, in this part of the episode. Yeah. Well, it, actually, my favourite line is. When the Doctor says to... Is it Craddock, he said? Yeah. And... Craddock says... So... Sorry, you go. I I, I have a quote here. I think it's probably going to be the same quote. Where... Craddock says something about... See, the problem is I didn't
0: write what Craddock said. Well, I... I got The Craddock... they, They take... Credits like, you're never going to be able to get this. Look at you two idiots trying to figure out this box thing.
1: Yeah.
0: And then in that moment, the doctor and Ian get the key out of the box. And he's like, oh my gosh, you did it. And the, doc- the doctor's first line to him is he says, take that and shut up. But he says it in such like a yeah dismissive way. He's, he's not angry or anything. He's just like, yes, yes, take this and shut up.
1: Yeah. I I had just before that, the doctor saying to him, because Craddock's basically saying something about either he not being smart enough to get out of here, or the group not being smart enough to get out of here, and the doctor says to him, well if they had to deal with a man, oh he says dear boy, he always says dear boy, boy, if they had to deal with a man of your talents, they'd need hardly fear, need they, he does say that, basically saying you're so dumb. It's quite a good line. Yeah.
0: Um, He's very sassy. Now, uh, they get out with their keys, magnet keys. They open the lock. Yeah. To be immediately caught. Yeah. Which we saw coming because the Daleks did put the box in there because they wanted to test, I guess, his intelligence. Yeah, that's what they say. Because I guess if he's intelligent and they put the helmet thing on him, they've got a smart one. But they must
1: have known that he'd be able to open the actual door. Well, I- do you think they went, whoa, this guy's really smart. He didn't not only fix, he not only
0: solved the puzzle, he used it to open the door and try to escape. But, maybe I don't understand the technology of the Daleks, but wouldn't you just put a helmet on all of them and then work out who was smart? Yeah, because they'd got them captured. Yeah, just put a, put the thing on all of them. Use And they were very...
1: It was very easy for them to maneuver the Doctor into the device they wanted to use to measure him. Yeah. So it's not like they don't have the manpower with these robo men to force these people to do certain things. So it wouldn't have been hard to put the helmets on them.
0: Yeah. Um, you now, while that's happening... Just quickly.
1: Yep. You know at the start of this story arc, you spoke about the fact that the Doctor seems to really admire Ian now. Yeah. I think you really notice that when you see how badly the Doctor treats this other guy. Oh, yeah. How dismissive he is of people that he thinks are stupid.
0: You've realised then,
1: wow, he must really <laughs> admire Ian.
0: Yes. Because he doesn't think he's stupid. That's right. Um... So, back at base, back at the Resistance base, Yep. Um... They're listening to a transmission, and I've quoted this as well. Yeah. So the Daleks talk about how they, you know, if you don't surrender, they'll just kill everyone. Yeah. And so they say, uh, the males, the females, and descendants. Like, they'll just kill everyone. <laughs> Which obviously puts dampener on the resistance people. Yes. But luckily, there's a man in a wheelchair... Whose name I didn't write down. Did you write it down? I don't think I did.
1: I know exactly, obviously, who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. Uh,
0: if you scroll down to... There's Tyler, who was the guy that carried Susan. Dortm- Dortmund. Dortmund. Dortman. um That's it. Dortmund, um, who's, or some, who's a scientist of some kind. We've seen him earlier in the episode. Yeah. But he's like, I've developed this bomb. Yeah. And it will break through a Dalek, easy peasy. Yeah, and that kind of gets everyone excited because they're like, we finally got one bomb." And when we say bomb,
1: we mean a very small glass ball. Yeah, like it's a bomb that you. It can looks carry like a Christmas ball ball. Yeah, exactly. But
0: it's explosive and very and much bigger. Yeah, we'll never see that. And then, um... so they start to plan an, an attack, right? So they think. Um, you know, we, we're not sure how to do it because we won't even get close. We have to be able to throw this at them. Because they're planning to take on the... dark saucer. The saucer, where the saucers are landing. Yeah. Because they think if it's a significant enough location, that will inspire, I guess... Yeah. Other resistance groups to, uh-huh. to rise up. Yeah. And I guess if they can develop more of that bomb, which I'm not sure how he made it. No. But I guess they must be stuck somewhere with good resources. Because he made one bomb. Yeah, he's just carrying it around casually. And he's like, we we blow up this location and the world will will rise up. Yeah. And so... But then they're very quickly disheartened because they're like, well, we won't even get close. And Then Barbara has the idea... She's like, but well, you've got the helmet things. Just pretend you're the Robo-Man. Yeah, you've got dead guys all around you wearing these helmets. Put them on. And it wasn't said, but another clever thing that they kind of decide to do. By the way,
1: Barbara's the hero again.
0: I said it she last time. She
1: comes am And, and before
0: that. they were like, who is this woman? Can she cook? And now they're like, oh, she's got good ideas. Oh, a woman with brains. What? In <laughs> 1964... I Actually, they're surprised
1: in 2164. <laughs> well, Jenny seems pretty with it. I think they're just scared of her because she's very just like... Do what I say. I have no emotions.
0: Yeah, get on with it. Um, so Barbara's like, put the helmets on. And that But something that they didn't say in that meeting... Yeah.
1: Um,
0: I think that they must have come up with was they're probably going to get found out... Yes, I know what you're talking about now. So we'll need a distraction to kind of cover before they get fully found out. Because the idea
1: is they're going to have someone pretending to be a Robo Man bringing in other humans as prisoners to sneak into the ship. Yeah. But how are they going to distract them? They're just going to throw things at them the bombs. Bombs. Do they throw the bombs? Yes, because there's explosions everywhere. I remember the subtitles just
0: being like explosions. Um, so the Robo Men. Okay, we'll get. So Robo Men rock up with fake prisoners. Fake Robo Men with fake prisoners. Yep. And the Dark's like, where are these people from? And they're like, Sector 4 or whatever. Yep. Like, we don't have Robo Men in, 64, in Sector 4. First of all, are you saying there's a one part of the city that you don't have anyone looking at? Yeah, let's keep that in mind. Yeah, if we need to escape, that in, <laughs> yeah. let's get to sector four. And um, they, they, they're starting to figure it out. So nearby, Susan, Barbara, and David start throwing a couple bombs out. And then things go a bit bananas. <laughs> yes. And people are running around all over the place. Some people make it into the ship. Some people, um, there's like shots being fired. The Daleks are shooting people. It's actually quite a good, like, cut from camera to camera. Action scene. Of of things happening. Yeah. And part of you's like, what's going on? But it's also it's also not too confusing. Yeah. Because so Barbara kind of runs in away from Susan, and David's like, no, no, she's she's doing a thing. We gotta go. So, Susan and David run off. Yep. And Barbara runs towards the spaceship. Yes. And inside the spaceship, um, they, they get into this Because some of the action is inside the ship. Yes. But I think it's Tyler who finds Ian and Craddock. Oh, because he's just breaking all the prisoners. out. He's just out. breaking them all out. So, that includes the Doctor and Ian. Yeah, but the Doctor's been taken away to be a Roboman, remember? Oh, that's true. So... Ian escapes, but doesn't fully escape. Because he and Barbara see each other. But then I think the Daleks kind of start to get back into their formation. Get back
1: in control of the situation.
0: Yeah, and Barbara runs out and Ian runs in. And during this moment, because there's a lot of things happening, (laughs) one of the resistance people has, has taken the Doctor yes and Ian's gone to the room where the doctor was and hidden in the floor yeah so that's kind of where I think we've started to move into the next episode
1: and the thing is the reason that the other guy who's rescuing prisoners is carrying the doctor is because he's been drugged out of his brain
0: yeah sorry that's the start of the next episode right because there's still explosions and effects happening day of reckoning a day of reckoning no no
1: day of reckoning
0: it is just day of reckoning. I just want to be painful because I always check that. So, um,
1: because you know what they do, the story arcs always seem to be the Daleks, the blah blah blah, the giants, the blah
0: blah blah. But then the episode titles never have that in them. No. I don't know why they've done that. And some, they're, and they're, sometimes the DVDs, oh, no, the the are released as Doctor Who. And the... Whatever it is. So it's like Doctor Who and the Dalek Invasion of Earth. And the Chamber of Secrets. Doctor Who and the Land of Giants. Not the Chamber of Secrets.
1: And the Hot Old Woman.
0: So... No. Stop it. So David... <laughs> We've got video
1: proof, my dude.
0: Um, so now, at the start of the last episode, we, we don't know where the Doctor is at this point. We find out that Ian's in the floor. Yep. Barbara
1: And what we mean behind that is <laughs> he's hiding in the grating under the under the surface you'd be walking on.
0: Yeah. So he's like hidden underneath. The Doctor We're not yeah, we're not sure where he is. But Barbara Tyler and Dunt what was his name? Duntman? Dirtman. Dirtman? Uh, Dortmund. 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 <laughs> Dortmund. Dortmund. Barbara. Some of these Tyler maps. and Jenny are back at base with a smattering of other survivors. Yep. And they're lamenting, like, the bombs didn't work. We've lost so many people who are either dead or captured. Jenny's a bit like, we've got no chance. We should just... You know, well, you should move off. Yeah. And Tyler's a bit like that too. But then Dortmund is like, I can get, I can do this again. I'm so close. I'm so close. We can't stay here, but we can go to, they say, the Civic Transport Museum, mm-hmm. which is where there's another group of resistance or a former base of some kind. Right. So they try and go there. And there's another, There's some nice shots of, like, Barbara pushing him through his wheelchair. Yeah. And it's just parts of London. Yeah. I think it's even cool that it's the Civic Transport Museum. Like, that's obviously something in London. Yeah. And they're like, now it's the base for these resistance people. You know what I was thinking, too, is... I mean, Barbara is still the hero. Well, I was amazed that he was, like... Because they're all like, we should go to somewhere safe. Yeah. And she's probably concerned about, like, where's the doctor? Where's Ian? Where's Susan? But she's, like, bang up to be like, you know, I'll help you build a bomb. Yeah.
1: Like... And I will push you in your wheelchair while running for kilometres.
0: She does say, because Jenny's like... Jenna, We're going to be s- slower. Um, Trying to push you p- along. Push him along. And she's like... He wouldn't stand a chance without us. Yeah. So... She's the hero. Yeah, it's nice.
1: And uh, the other thing I was thinking was... That would have been a really tiring day as an actress. Like, okay, we're going to uh, take 20. Run. <laughs> and just pushing a wheelchair. It wouldn't have been take 20. It would have just been the one take. That's true, because they don't care, do they? About, like, small... Expensive. Yeah, it's too expensive to reshoot. But during that... That. I was worried that they were gonna stack it though, because
0: she's really gone for it. And they're they're going around London. And this is where we get the montage of different parts of London with darks moving about. Yes. Which I thought was quite cool. There's the dark in front of Big Ben and Westminster and Westminster Bridge. And it's all very iconic scenes. Yeah, I was like oh, that's very cool. <laughs> the uh the David <laughs> <laughs> there's
1: too many uh, important characters with the in their name that we're just like
0: Um, this is actually a bit earlier than that but it kind of happens at the same time but David and Susan are hiding and they are having a little moment they're having a so he's he's kind of holding her because people are dying in the background you can hear them like screaming and whatever and you can you can almost hear the dialects chasing
1: people down and go stop stop you know?
0: and they're like don't kill me and then they get killed yeah but they have a moment where she's like I can't wait to get like away from this place um, and she's like you can come too like we can make sure you're safe and he's like no no this is my planet I don't just leave and she's like it's you know it's, it's I, I love traveling around and he's like you got to find somewhere to be. ...to call home eventually. You can't just run around all over the place. Yeah. And I think that's quite a nice moment of, like... They haven't really had that... Like, maybe she's never thought of that before. Yeah. Of, like, I've just been traveling from place to place... And someone's, like... Like, what's the point of that? Yeah. So you've got nowhere to call home.
1: That's right. You don't belong anywhere.
0: Yeah. I think the other thing, too, is...
1: Because... When Barbara and Ian are talking to people, and the Doctor, they always try to make it as clear as possible that they're humans. Yeah. Especially the Doctor. Like, oh yeah, we're from the South, we've travelled here. Yeah. Whereas, obviously, Susan has just told this guy, I'm from a different planet.
0: Yeah, well that's the thing, we've never seen, there was no scene of them kind of getting to know each other. Yeah. But this scene kind of shows that they've had conversations because he knows that she's arrived here probably doesn't fully understand how yeah but from whatever time and place she's from she's arrived here and that's her life
1: and he's just he's clearly just on board with it accepted it
0: and i think the other thing is that can much say something about the time that they're in like maybe 2164 maybe someone popping in from a different time maybe that is that's a, good, of the course. that's a good
1: point, I didn't think of that.
0: So, maybe that's just what happens. Yeah. So, they have that moment, um, and he's like, we should go up north and meet other Resistance people. And then, uh, they have found the Doctor. The do- so, someone brings a Doctor, I can't remember which character. I don't think he's like a super, well,
1: we can't really say he's not a Superman character, because he did rescue the Doctor.
0: Baker! Carrying Baker. the
1: doctor, the drugged doctor. Oh,
0: yeah, yeah, because he was being robotized. Yeah. Um, and puts him down, and he's like, Baker, right, now that I know his name. Yes. He has a very interesting interaction with David. He's like, I'm going to go, because it's not safe here. And David's like, well, I'm going to go join some other resistance people. But, you know, take my flask... Yeah. Because you might need some supplies. Because where you're going, there's not many supplies. And where I'm going, there's supplies. Right. And as soon as Baker leaves, I don't know how he didn't see the Dalek. I've written this down. As but well. he walked down that corridor. It's like, it's like, it'd be like if someone was like looking at their phone and not watching where they're going. Yeah. And then they suddenly almost walk into a Dalek.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, You know. previous episodes we've talked about how if Barbara or someone is hiding in a room mm-hmm. and a person comes to look for them, they'll look everywhere except that one spot and it just yeah. makes no sense. You see the Dalek for about five seconds and he continues running up to it before he stops right in front of it and goes, oh no, there's a Dalek.
0: But also, if you were in the middle of, like, a war zone, yes, you would be hyper alert. Yes. Like, you'd be very afraid and uh, like alert of anything that could be potentially something that will kill you. Like the main enemy. Like the main en- enemy. But they find him and they just like, kill him. And they just kill him. It's just instant. Like, a second after they leave. Yes. So. It's funny because
1: as he's running off, you're thinking, oh, I wonder where he's going and what that story's going to be. Boom dead. Yeah. Also... Those garlic, I don't know if it's a gun, but whatever weapon it is that they show up close shooting.
0: Yeah, I do not like how that looks. The garlic like, gun. It's like a tongue shooting out. Well, we've seen that in the first one. Really? Yeah, yeah. Not, I, think I, I, didn't like that sh- I think it's I think it's to show something coming out of it without it showing like a shot. Yeah, because you wouldn't see. Like it's not a gun, so it wouldn't bang. Mm-hmm. But they also aren't at the point where they can do like. Like a laser beam shooting out.
1: Yeah, yeah. I get why they had to do it, but it looked a bit weird.
0: You don't think? Nah. Nah. Okay, move on. <laughs> <laughs> um, So, Barbara, Jenny, and Dortmund. I keep forgetting his name. I think that's right. Um, so, starters, the Daleks have decided they're just kind of like, that we're done here. Mm-hmm. We're killing everyone. Yep. And Dortmund is like, I can make this bomb. And they're in their new location and they found it abandoned. Like, whoever was saying that the, the resistance place there has long moved on. It's like
1: a clothing store.
0: Yeah. Um, what's a museum?
1: Oh, sorry,
0: museum. But there's a mannequin there wearing clothes. and I thought that was funny. There's a funny bit with that later. Yes. Um, but Dortmund's made another bomb. So there's obviously supplies there of some kind. Yeah. And he's like, this one will work. Because I just... I just didn't understand the metal that the Daleks were made out of before. The the Dalekanium. Whereas what... changed. Well, obviously he's done something to the bomb so it can
1: now break through Dalekanium. No, but what I mean is... How has his understanding of the metal changed since their last interaction? Nothing's happened. I don't
0: know. But he did... He does say the name of the the metal. Yeah. So they obviously were aware of it. So that is what it's called. It is called Dalekanium. Okay. Which is probably a name that's given to it, you know, not from themselves. Right. I right. don't think the Dalek. We they. They they do end up calling Dalekium, but I don't think initially they would have given the name Dalekium to their own metal. Right, but it's just what they know it's now called, so they yeah. go with it.
1: Um. So this is the first time it's used.
0: Yeah, it's the first time they say Dalekium. I put an exclamation point. Right. Seventeen minutes forty. There you go. Uh, I've got Barbara's making tea. Yeah. Because she was, she was making tea while he's like, look at this bomb. By the way, here's all my notes because yep. I'm just going to slow you down. So why don't you just go? You've got a friend called the doctor who's clearly a scientist. He can check this all out. Yeah. And so Barbara, Barbara's like, no, no, you're coming with us. Yes. I'll just go grab Jenny and we'll go. And She leaves. Yes. And then he leaves. He leaves his notes there. But is this before or
1: after the Daleks come in looking for them?
0: No, this is before. Okay. Because he goes out and then they come in. Right. Remember? Because that's kind of what brings them. Yeah, that makes sense. For
1: some reason I thought it was the other way, but you're right. Because he goes to try this new bomb.
0: Yeah, it's successful. Blows them all up. Does nothing. Does nothing. He gets up, though... I thought he was going to have, like, a bit of a... I thought he was going to give, like, a bit of a speech. Yeah. And be like, you'll never destroy the human spirit or something. Something like... He,
1: like... Because he's in a wheelchair. He, like... And he's obviously got his legs strapped, so he must have something wrong with his knees or... Yeah. So he's, like,
0: stumbling forward
1: towards them in this defiant sort of...
0: He gets up. He pushes the chair away. There should have been a speech. And there's, like, it rolls back. Quite, you know... Up... I was wondering... This guy's going to do something.
1: Well, the way it even rolled back and and stopped, I was like, I wonder if they kept shooting it to get it that perfect. Because it looks really good. It does look
0: good. Yeah. And he throws the bomb. And it doesn't really do anything. It releases some gas or something. Yeah. And they're all like, whatevs, and they just kill him. Done. And then they enter the museum. Because they're obviously like, he came out of that museum. Yeah. So they go in. And Barbara and Jenny hide behind... I think it's like a car or something. Yeah. And there's a mannequin of a police officer without its head, mind you. And the yeah. Dalek's like, what are you doing? And I was like, you're smarter than this. Yes. <laughs> like, you created robot zombies to do your work. You've travelled across space. I thought it would be more funny if he was like... If there was two of them and they're like, we should make this one a Robo-Man and take <laughs> it back to the ship. <laughs> I was like...
1: Surely or, they
0: know one It's of them, missing a head But well, what if
1: one of them said it sarcastically Like let's make this one a zombie
0: uh, We just wish the there was two goes, there And he was <laughs> The other one just goes uh, uh, uh. Uh, No I, I thought it would be funny If one's like What are you doing here And there's another dark that's just like It's a mannequin you idiot <laughs> <laughs> Just really flatly But with the Where do you think his head is just <laughs> 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 But anyway, the dog has a look around and leaves. But he—I
1: have a question about that specific spot. Yeah. In the narrative, he says that he looks at the thing that he thought was a person. I said sorry. Yes, go. And then he says, "Hmm, subcultural." Subcultural. Subcultural. Yes. Question. Is that because it was a mannequin, or is that because it was still? Because I thought, imagine if the, the way to get away from the Daleks was just to stand still.
0: You could just pretend you're a mannequin.
1: Because that's what I thought. I thought I thought that's what it was building to. Barbara was going to go, did you see that? It, re- it thought that that was not a person because it didn't move. Maybe if we don't move, it can't
0: tell the where a person. I understand so. what you're saying, but that's not how Daleks work. Well, but my- unfortunately, that might be how that Dalek works
1: no 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 I, I realise now that's not what it is yeah but for a I'm just telling you for a moment I thought oh is that going to be the big twist? Is all you have to do is not run away from them and they won't realise you're there yeah but no no the end
0: um, I did I forgot to put this lone man versus three Daleks that's the shot that was outside standing and there's three Daleks there yes. it still looks quite iconic it's a great shot of behind him as he stands
1: up in defiance against the Daleks and throws the
0: Yeah, I still think a speech would have been nice
1: or a bomb that worked
0: um, so the doctor and Susan and David are walking yeah. somewhere and the doctor says I never thought walking was so difficult yep. I was like by now you know because you've walked through the jungles of Skaro in the Daleks. And you had to walk through like snow in Marinus. No wait, he didn't do that. He was on holidays. He was on holidays then. But he did have to climb up a giant pipe. He did have to climb up a giant pipe. Up and down
1: multiple Well, technically times. the pipe wasn't giant. No, that's true. It wasn't a land of giants. It was the... Tiny people in a normal world. <laughs> I suppose that's <laughs> not quite as catchy a title, is it?
0: I think what was the well? It was like the micros or something, some other world that some other title. It was in trivia last week.
1: All oh, right, right, right.
0: We'll never know. Nope,
1: <laughs> not look back.
0: Um. And so him and Susan having a chat, and Susan's like, "We should go north to the resistance." Like David is, they're just like, "No, we're going back to the Tardis." And she's like, "We can't actually get into the Tardis, even though we can very easily." And I just thought she wanted to stay with David. and She was making excuses. I think she wants David to go with them. Yeah. And so I guess if they went their separate ways, that wouldn't happen. Yeah. So she's like, we should go north. And he's like, uh, stupid young boy. We shouldn't be following him. I'm wise and old. <laughs> so you should be listening to me. And I think David does something which is very clever... Which yes. is when he arrives, he's like, what do you think we should do? Yeah. And that's when the doctor kind of goes, he properly thinks about it. And he's like, well, we can't get in the TARDIS. He doesn't say that. No. But he obviously decides we best just go with this resist- these resistance people.
1: And David really puts it on. He kind of says, you're the oldest one here. You're the most senior. Yeah. So we want to take your wise counsel. And yeah. the doctor's like, oh. What, oh, I am wise. What a smart young man.
0: Yes, perfect for my granddaughter.
1: Well, Susan <laughs> was like, yeah, he knows how to play this. This is good. Yeah. yeah I like him.
0: And Susan's like, what? Because then he makes it as if it's the doctor's idea. And Susan's like, great, great idea, grandfather. Yeah. whatevers. Yeah. And um, they head up that way?
1: No. The final scene is...
0: I haven't finished. There oh, you go. No, sorry. No, no, you...
1: you the final scene is... <laughs> well, I thought they're about to leave... And then they don't move because... Susan says to the doctor... Let's wait five more minutes and rest a bit... Because, you know, the doctor's obviously just coming oh, out of true. his drugged... He's yeah, yeah. drugged, um, You know, state. States. And also, he's an old man. He's like a billion, trillion years old, whatever. Mm-hmm. Doctor forever. And then... Before they move... The Daleks come out, a couple of Daleks come out, carrying a box, which has some very strange symbols on it. And then this is zoom in. It zooms in as it ticks, which is a great way to show. Because I think that's the bomb they're going to use to blow up everything. Well, that's what they're implying anyway. Yeah. So I just wrote down, what's in the box? (laughs) Seven. And that's how that episode ends. Yeah, so we ended on a kind of a cliffhanger.
0: Which is good. It is good. Because well, we'll start the next episode at that point. Yeah. I felt like it was
1: a good idea not to do the six episodes like we initially thought we might. There'd be
0: so much to talk about. This is a very significant set of, story, set and I, of episodes. I know
1: something big... I, I mean, the story's good anyway, but I know something big is coming because you can feel it building, as in
0: important story-wise. Would you like to... Make a guess, and I won't. I won't give you anything. I won't respond. I might be like, oh, mm. but I'd do that regardless if you were right or wrong. I'd just be an idiot about it. I'll try not to look at you because I I know that
1: you are worried about giving any expressions. But let me. It's th- my mask.
0: I oh, didn't have use we'll any-
1: my eyes. Whoa, that's very scary. <laughs> let me think about it because I hadn't actually thought through that much.
0: So, just to recap... Yes. You've got the Doctor, Susan, and David hiding... David Campbell camp- Soup, yep. Ha- hanging out, waiting for, like, five minutes to move on. Yep. You've got Ian, is still hiding in the saucer. Yep. He was in the floor, he got out... He had... We missed a little bit because he had a tussle with some rubber men. Yes. But he's gone back into the floor. With with, another... With another resistance person. Yeah. With Craddock. So now there's two of them. Yeah. I think they... I don't know if they move on from that point. I think they're still in the floor. No, they are still on the floor. That's where we leave them. And Susan and Jenny have... Barbara. Sorry, Barbara and Jenny have the Book of... Dortmund Book of Secrets. With how to build this bomb to that, kill Daleks. It doesn't work. But she it's, still has it. Yeah, if she it could got, give to the Doctor, the Doctor could improve on that. Yeah, because he's a real scientist, not like this dude. And I think they're heading to the Resistance people too.
1: I, I honestly have no idea what's coming. I can't even guess. Okay. I'm trying to think through what I think might happen, and I don't know.
0: It is... I think this is the first episode where it feels much larger scale. Yeah. Like, you're like, this is quite a significant threat. To so like, the whole Earth. Yeah. Like, you know, in the Daleks, they were just at that city. Yeah. You know, and in uh, Marinus, like, they could have left Marinus, and it wouldn't have affected, like, the universe. True. Or the, uh, the sense sphere. Yes. Whereas the stakes in this seem like this could be
1: the end of the Earth. Okay, let me guess. Now I think I've got an idea for a guess. Okay. And it's probably completely wrong. They fail to stop the bomb. It destroys the Earth. So they have to try to travel back in time to prevent it from happening. So it's almost like... Ian and Barbara have finally got back to Earth, only to see it destroyed, and now they've decided we'll, we'll continue with the Doctor and try to find some way to prevent this from happening. It's probably totally wrong, because it doesn't actually... I don't think that makes sense. The no, way but
0: it. I think something does happen in the episode that kind of speaks to that, which is they've rocked up at Earth, yep. but things are horrible. Yes. And the Doctor says something like, "Don't you, much earlier in the very first episode, he says, Ian... Don't you want to go out there and see what the future of Earth looks like? And Ian, who's starting to cotton on to what's happening, is like, I don't think so. I think no. this is a horrible future. This is very... Bad. And you wouldn't want to see that, you know. You'd want to go back to the 1960s and life is pretty much all right. Right. So it could, be, it could build to that.
1: Do they decide they have to go back in time... To an earlier... I'm not telling you anything. No, no, but I'm saying maybe they, have, they figure we have to go back earlier in time and meet the Daleks at an earlier point of time to try to somehow prevent them from coming up with this idea of going to Earth in the first place. Do you get what I'm saying? <laughs> I know what you're saying. As a way to try to have a better, a more happier future in line for the mm. Earth. We'll see. We'll see. In a week's time. I can't believe it's away at a week now. <laughs> I could watch them tomorrow, but I'm not going to because then it's... You good. want fresh, yeah, for the podcast. Keep it fresh for the men and ladies out there, eh? You, you know, might. smack bottoms here.
0: <laughs> the dark mission of Earth, or a smack bottom. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow, let's uh, wrap this up because we're not going to we're not going to rate this yet. No. Do you want to give it? You don't want to give it like a a provisional rating? I think it's well. I think
1: it's one of the most exciting stories so far. I think it's
0: going to be double digits. I think at least a 10. Out of I'm, 10. I'm feeling
1: it, because I feel like the builds to where I feel like it's going, it will get there. Yeah. Which means, I've never rated anything higher than a 9. So that will be my highest rated story. Done, I
0: think I've done a 10. I think I've done a 10. It might have been for the first Daleks. Yeah, mainly because of the nostalgia. But I feel the nostalgia heaps here, too. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it takes me back. So far, I think my favourite story... To <laughs> Takes
1: me, back, takes me to 60s. back to 30 years before I was born. Yeah. My favourite story arc so far is the Aztecs. Mm, that is quite good. But I feel like this is going to be better than that. Don't
0: forget there's that scene in the Aztecs.
1: Yes. Should we wrap this up? quickly wrap up. Yeah. By saying, I was... Because you... The the whole thing about do you know where this is going, I was thinking back to that scene that we've talked about where they go back to that point at some time Mm. in the story where the... I can't remember the exact... That scene, particular spot in the Aztecs where someone is looking for someone. Mm. And I was trying to link that to this story because that is an obvious link, but I can't in my head. That's why I didn't mention it. Oh, well. But I'm guessing maybe that's what happens, but we'll see. We'll see. Anyway, if it does that, if it does proper time travel back to the Aztecs... Time travel. No, but I mean, in terms of one story arc... Is linked to another. I'm going to be really impressed. Uh, it is going to be double digits for me. Let's wrap this up. Okay. I love you.
0: So, um, what would you point out? Didn't you have, like, small bits oh, of trivia for just today? just quick trivia. Yeah. Bite-sized trivia. Go. So, um, they actually... When they did the first Daleks episode, they donated those Dal- two of the darts that they made to like a children's home. Yeah. Um, and it- then said, give them back. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So, they-
1: Is that because they never thought they'd be using them again? Yes. And then they realized... I'm not going to look at the trivia on the screens.
0: Yeah, don't look at the screen.
1: But did they basically go, oh, no, we're going to have to actually use those again. It was popular enough.
0: Yes, yeah, so the Daleks they was donated to Doctor Barnados's orphanage. Oh I actually feel bad now that they said can we have those toys back? Um they don't they do they do give them back. Again. Again. Okay. So they, they took them because they need to save money. Yeah. Um and there's one Dalek that's painted black. They painted one of the ones that they took back black be like the dalek that's in charge yeah um in fact so the subtitles it calls that one supreme dalek mm, which comes
1: up a lot well i figured it would because that's a weird name to come up with from nowhere if you're just the person putting
0: the subtitles on the show and um the dalek they do return them but they replace it with a new one because they painted one of theirs black right so they get two silver ones yeah. Um the, if you didn't if you noticed that around certain parts of the city there was um the word vetoed yes. everywhere. Yep. So that was the resistance people using that as a signal to say that they've left that area. Yeah. They've been found
1: out it's not safe. I think Jenny explains that to Barbara.
0: Yes, but it was a uh yeah. this was actually a joke from the production designers. So that's Spencer Chapman. He's a uh, production designer. Yep. If sets were too ambitious, then the designs would be stamped with the word vetoed and hand back to the designers. So if they are like, this story is set in this planet, can you do like a like a drawing of what the set will look like? Yep. And if the production designers were like... Uh, if they were like... If they sent it off to like the producer and the producer's like, nah, but stamp vetoed on it. Right. So the production designers for this episode just stuck vetoed over all of their... Stuff. But they just worked into the story. That's clever. I like that a lot. Yeah.
1: That's good. It's like an inside joke.
0: Yeah. And that's about it. Donate Daleks. There's your bite-sized trivia. I'm assuming that all the good trivia we can't talk about yet. There's so much trivia. There's so much trivia. I'm looking forward to it. I'll just change this page so you don't look at it. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. I don't want to be spoiled for me.
1: (laughs) I'd like to remain a fool. Thank you very much.
0: You will. Yeah. I've been told that. <laughs> um, You'll always be a fool. The Dalek Convention of Earth, parts one to three completed, yep. parts four to six to come. Yep. If you like the episode, yes. why not review it? Why not give it five stars why and not? write a review on Apple Podcasts? That'd be helpful. Or any other platform that you're listening to. Yep. Or share it to friends or put it on a social media.
1: On all our social medias, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, we share highlights. We post when the episodes are up. On YouTube, there's extra fun little video tidbits where we take sections from the actual show to demonstrate the points we're making. Yeah. Please
0: subscribe. Please. Please. (laughs) Please. (laughs) Um, If we forgot to mention something, it will be in the episode description. But apart from that, see you next time. Bye. Bye.
1: What are you doing?
0: Reversing the polarity of the ultrasonic screwdriver's power source. Reverse the polarity! With Reverse. with reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity. I just reverse the polarity. With this, with this, reverse the polarity, reverse the polarity Reverse the polarity of the neutron. Reverse polarity. With reverse the polarity. Reverse reverse polarity. Reverse the polarity.